Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. Today we're talking about something that I'm very excited about and that is some of my all-time favorite rhythm centers. If you've been around then you know I love using centers in elementary music and rhythm centers are my favorite. Not that you're supposed to have a favorite but I definitely have a favorite and it's rhythm centers. So we use rhythm centers all the time. We use these activities both in like small group form so like everybody doing the same thing maybe at the end of class and then also during like actual centers times. Um, we have been doing a whole center series so I will leave a link down below to the playlist with that. I will also leave a link to a center's freebie that has a ton of different ideas for your elementary music centers and they're separated by pages so there's like rhythm pages, melody pages, all sorts of different things. These are just a couple of ones that I picked out of the top of that out of my favorite rhythms um, but there's a bunch more activities in that list so definitely click the link down below to grab that and know that anything that is underlined in that list is a link so it'll take you to like a blog post or a video or photos or different things like that so that you can get them and there's even a couple of freebies so definitely click the link down below so favorite rhythm centers number one no one is going to be shocked is kaboom kaboom is my all-time favorite rhythm game it is so much fun and so simple which makes it even better so Basically, you have a deck of kaboom, so you get a bunch of cards that have rhythms on them, and then a couple cards that say kaboom. Everyone sits in a circle. I usually put them in a bucket, but you could also just stack them if you want, and then you take turns pulling out a card. You read the card. If you get the rhythm right, you keep it. If you get it wrong, you put it back. Then it's the next person's turn, next person's turn, next person's turn, and so on and so forth. If you get a kaboom, then you put all of your rhythm cards back. So this game is great because it never ends. Eventually somebody gets a kaboom, all the cards go back and you have to start over. You can also add like instruments to this. You can do a lot of fun things. I like to do this and sometimes I'll walk around and like assess the students reading abilities as they're reading the rhythms. Um, and it's just a really great time. I've used this with everything from like second to fifth grade. They all love it. It's really fun. It's very simple and it's great for when you're traveling to the teacher's classrooms and you just need something quick and easy and small that you can bring with you. So definitely recommend Kaboom. I will leave a link to all of my Kaboom sets down below in case you want some that are ready to go and just need to be printed or you can make your own of course as well. Number two is flashcard composition. So for this one, all you need to do is get a whole bunch of flashcards. I have a free set of flashcards that will link down below. And in that free set of flash and then with those flashcards, just have the kids arrange them in different patterns, play the pattern. Easy peasy. Um, sometimes they like to do this in pairs, sometimes they do it by themselves, but they can make a pattern, play the pattern, make a pattern, play the pattern, they can add instruments to it. You can put it on the xylophones to add some melodies. Like there's a lot of different activities you can do with just this. They really like to make like really, really long patterns. They'll be like, look how long my rhythm is. And I'm like, it's really not the point, but it's really funny when they do that. Um, and this will keep them entertained actually pretty well. One of my favorite things about this is that it is cheap and it is easy. And I just give the whole group like a stack of flashcards. They can work together or not work together. It doesn't matter, but they, you know, do a pretty good job with that. The next one is Go Fish. So this is again, one of those that's going to take a little bit more um, upkeep more stuff but with go fish what happens is everybody you have like a stack of cards that has you know different rhythms on them and everyone has at least every rhythm has there's at least two of them or i use i use four in my sets and so everyone has seven cards and you take turns asking other players for a card by reading it so i'll say like so and so do you have t t t t ta ta 
And if they do have it, then they give it to me and I put my set down on the floor. I now have a matching pair. If they don't have it, then they say go fish and I draw a card from the pile in the middle and then it's the next person's turn and the next person's turn and so on and so forth. The game ends when somebody is out of cards. Ends when we're out of cards, the winner is the person with the most matches. So Go Fish is really fun because most of the kids already know how to play Go Fish, so you don't have to explain it quite as well, but it's also really fun and the kids, again, still have to read their rhythms because they are reading them to ask if the other kids have them. They also have to be able to, you know, identify them when the other person says them. Next up is partner dictation. So basically have the kids get in their groups, either as a whole group or they can get into, you know, groups of two and three. And with their partner, they say a rhythm, the partner has to write it down. We've done this lots of different ways. Sometimes we do it with paper and pencil. Sometimes we do it with markers and whiteboards. Sometimes we do it with rhythm cards. So they have to like arrange the rhythm cards, just depending on what we're working on and how far along we are. So usually we'll use the cards first, then we'll use the whiteboard markers, then we'll use the pencil and paper so they have something to turn in and so forth. So you can have this and they can go back and forth saying rhythms to the other person and having the other person write them down. They can try to stump their partner. It's very simple. You don't need very much stuff at all. If you have a whiteboard and a marker, that's really all you need. Or again, a pencil and a piece of paper and you can keep going from there. Next up is roll a measure. I love this one for the older kids because it works more with like meter and working on time signatures. I have like little game board cards and they have usually two measures with whatever the meter is going to be, whatever the time signature is going to be. Um, so two measures of four, four. Okay. So your goal is to get eight beats. Then you assign each number on the dice to a rhythm. So ta is going to be number one. So I rolled, I roll a one. I have a quarter note. I put that in my, into my thing. I put that onto my card. You could have them write it. I usually laminate them and have them use um, like, again, whiteboard markers, or you can use little cards, have them put a quarter note onto the card. Either one's fine. Um, they take turns rolling the dice all the way around the circle and going, and the first person to get to the end of their measure wins. However, you can't go over. So if I roll a half note, but I'm at beat number seven, then I have to wait a whole nother round before I can roll again to hopefully get my one beat pattern at the end. So this one's really fun because it's kind of like a race to see who can get there the fastest, but then you have the rolling and there's just kind of a lot going on. I also have a very similar version that is just like a printable worksheet version. So you can have the kids turn that in if you want to do that instead. Both are fun and both are fun and they kind of have their uses depending on what you are working on. I will link them down below. And a word about dice, by the way, um, with dice, I do not enjoy my dice like being thrown around. So you can get little condiment cups and put the dice inside of them and then the kids can shake it in the cup so that that way they're not flying everywhere. I also have, sometimes if I don't have those, I'll just teach the kids, like I expect the dice to roll and fall on your paper. And that's always what I say. That way they're aiming for the paper. They're not, you know, throwing it across the room. Um, and another thing you can do is get like bigger dice because they're harder to throw. So like I have some foam dice that are like this big. They have like blow up ones on Amazon. I will link some giant ones down below because they're just way more fun when they're, you know, giant instead of being little. Also, they're harder to steal which is, you know, the reality of teaching. Next one is going to be something that you're probably like, what, really? But it's I Have Who Has. I love doing I Have Who Has as a centers game. So if you're not familiar, I Have Who Has is a game where everyone gets a card and it says, I have something, who has something. So basically 
if mine says I have T T T T ta T T, and then it'll say who has ta ta ta. If your card says I have ta ta ta, then you read your card which says I have ta ta ta. Who has ta ta? Okay, and then whoever has that one reads their card, and so it keeps going on and on and on. Now, usually you do this as a whole group game and everyone gets one card, but I really like doing it as a centers game because then everyone has like five cards and it's just so much funnier because there's so much more to keep track of. And so it's just really fun that way. And so you just split the cards up evenly and then the kids have to read them in order. I tell them to flip the card upside down once they've already used them. That way they're not confused about like which one, you know, needs to be used and hasn't been used and all that kind of stuff. But it's just really fun as a centers game. Also fun as a whole group game, but it's, it's a great time. The next one is word sorts. This one is so great because it's so versatile. Basically you can just have students sort words by their rhythms so for example shark would be like a quarter note or a half note and dolphin would be eighth notes or two quarter notes so for this there's a lot of different ways that you can do it um the easiest one is just to have like you could use buckets you can use papers you can just write you know quarter note eighth notes Tita and you know 16 notes or whatever you want to do and then the kids can have pictures of different words or just words written on a piece of paper and they can sort them onto the different places or in the different buckets you can also do this on like a recording sheet so you can have the kids like split a sheet into fours and have each one on there and then they can write their answers down um i have quite a few sets of these in my tbt shop i love to use so one of my favorites is the ocean animals one um and so they can sort them or they can do where they write them down. Same thing, I have like a candy version. It's really fun, I love using that one right after Halloween or right after Easter or right after Valentine's. We have a lot of candy themed holidays, um, but just right after a candy themed holiday because it's just kind of like a fun way to extend the holiday a little bit and kind of, you know, keep their attention. But however you wanna do that is super fun. We do like animal ones, we do all the time, all the time, holiday themes. All, all the things, all the things. So those are a couple of my all-time favorite rhythm games now, all my time favorite rhythm centers. That's definitely not all of them. So you can get a lot more ideas in the link, in the centers freebie. If you click the link down below, it's gonna give you tons of ideas, including rhythm ideas, but also melody, instruments, the orchestra, playing instruments, like all sorts of different things. So definitely click the link down below to grab that. And if you want to learn a lot more about centers, I have a whole centers course that is available where I guide you through how to do centers, how to start centers, classroom management for centers, like how to do differentiation and tons and tons and tons of resources for actual activities you can do. You can literally go and click like rhythm. I want to play go fish. And like there's a ton of different ideas and different actual things you can print out and use in your class as well as really helpful useful information as well so i will leave that link down below as well in case that is something you're interested in and i would love to know what your favorite rhythm center is so leave that in the comments thanks so much for watching i'll see you next time bye